Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We'll bring you the Timberwolves and the Clippers from L.A. And right out of the gate at 8.30 tonight, Cal Soderquist will have the pregame show. Turn it over to Alan Horton. You'll hear Cal at the half. And on the post-game show with scoreboard updates, et cetera. Cal, good to visit with you. How you been? I'm good, Steve. I'm hanging in there. How you doing? Yeah, good, good. Good win for the Timberwolves over Miami on, on Friday night. And what's positive in all of this is is we're starting to see more good performances out of the Timberwolves. You know, there were a lot of clunkers and uh, D'Angelo Russell's back. I know Malik Beasley's on the shelf right now and won't be able to uh, play the way it looks tonight in L.A. But uh, the, the Timberwolves are, are starting to show signs of uh, playing better ball. Yeah, certainly. And I, and I think it's, it's maybe oversimplifying it to say that, you know, you get Carl Anthony Towns back in the lineup and, and right. a, a switch flips. But certainly you could see the difference that he made, uh, you know, when he was away from the team for personal reasons, spending time with his family as, you know, of course, they're, they're sort of uh, memory, uh, you know, honoring the memory of his mother who passed uh, about a year ago. Um, so he missed those two losses in the middle of the week, but then returned. And although the stats maybe don't jump out at you from the from the performance in the win uh, on Friday, it, it just, you know, it was the impact that he had. He was making plays in that fourth quarter um, when the team was sort of able to just kind of methodically build their lead and pull away. Uh, in that eight-point victory. So I thought it was, you know, seeing him out on the floor and seeing him kind of orchestrate things. And we heard as much from his teammates, too, saying, you know, the the world difference uh, that he makes when he's out there. Yeah, and uh, old friend Jimmy Butler had 30 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists, and the Timberwolves were able to overcome that and and beat uh, Jimmy's Heat 119-111. to So all around, a really good win for the Timberwolves. And, and there haven't been a ton this year, just their 15th win of the season, but but there is no doubt one of their better wins of the year. I thought so. I mean, Chris Finch has obviously only, you know, been with the team. He's only been the head coach since basically uh, just in front of the All-Star break in, in March, so he's, he's had a little more than a month now. But he called it maybe their, their best, uh, most complete victory when, you know, like you said, Jimmy had a big game. It's a, it's a heat team that, Certainly has had an up-and-down season. They've dealt with a lot of COVID issues. Um, they're just 500 on the year, but they're the defending Eastern Conference champions. They're going to make the playoffs again, and they, they kind of have their eyes set on that. Um, and, and the Wolves just did a great job. You know, it was a team performance. I, I mentioned, you know, how Cat impacted the game, but he still did foul out with, 
with a few minutes to go in the game, and the Wolves had to execute. I think uh, a guy like Josh Okoge has really played well defensively. Um, you mentioned, you know, Malik Beasley continues to miss time, but guys have stepped up both to fill some of that scoring void with, with Beasley out, but also the defensive activity and just overall the, the, the play of the team in total uh, was really impressive to see. Yeah, the bench as well really stood out to me. The bench scoring, Cal, was 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 tremendous. And to be able to have that depth and, and not rely on two or three people who are going to do the lion's share of the scoring, the Timberwolves had really good balance in the game on Friday night, and that's a good sign. 100%, and I think it's, it's obviously been a bit of a luxury to be able to bring D'Angelo Russell off the bench, you know, as he's he's made his return from that knee procedure, uh, and and they just kind of continue to manage those minutes and make sure that they don't give him too much of a workload too soon. So to bring him in with that second unit and and kind of be able to attack other second units as a you know he's a gifted scorer, uh, that's been huge. But it it hasn't just been D'Lo; it's been guys like Nas Reed. Uh, we've seen Juancho Hernan Gomez get more sort of consistent minutes. And all those guys can score. You know, it's pretty it's pretty quick offense to be able to bring them out and they can create for themselves. Even even Nas as a big guy can kind of create his own shot and uh, really sort of keeps defenses honest. So yeah, it's been uh, it's been great to have that second unit uh, scoring punch that the team can kind of rely on night in and night out. And then uh, Anthony Edwards, uh, one of those nights where he he's a rookie trying to figure it out. <laughs> 5 of 13 from the field, 2 of 6 from outside the arc, just 12 points. There are going to be nights like that. Once again, he's still a kid. I mean, we, we, we've got to, and that's legit to, to say that. You know, he's, he's still figuring it out. And an NBA season, even this abbreviated NBA season, is a grind. 100%. And he's, you know, he was a, a guest. He was Allen's guest post game just after the final horn on Friday. And, threw on the headset and, and talked about it, it was really great to hear him talk about how yes the scoring number was down you know especially from what we've kind of come to expect from him uh but he's uh, still impacted the game and still made plays that helped the team win yep. and for him to say i feel like i can impact the game other ways than just my scoring and still help the team i mean that's you love to hear that from a rookie let alone a you know a 19 year old a 20 year old uh in his first year that's you know, like you mentioned, it's been such a unique season for, for all these rookies. Um, but for him to kind of already have his head wrapped around, you know, hey, I can do other things if the shot isn't falling tonight, uh, that's huge for the team. That's huge for kind of their long-term success moving forward. Yeah, and a plus 19 really stands out. And, and in that game, that plus 19, along with Wancho, was, was tops on the team. And I believe the only starter was a plus in the game. Yeah, it, that just kind of shows that, you know, he's able Our cat to... was a plus one, I'm sorry, but yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, so the, the, the plus minus for Amps certainly is the, is the one that we kind of thought jumped out, too, in terms of, hey, that, that that's just a sign. You know, sometimes those numbers can get tricky depending on uh, if the game is, is sort of a blowout one way or the other, but that wasn't the case Friday. That one went down to the wire, and it, it just shows that, you know, Ant was able to make plays on both ends of the floor that, that helped push the team over the top. Cal Soderquist joining us. Uh, he's got a late night tonight, good enough to join us early in the day today. Uh, Timberwolves and Clippers from L.A. Uh, tall order for the Timberwolves tonight at Staples Center, and then they get two in a row in Sacramento and a stop in Utah before they return home. And 
this is an opportunity, and, and once again, between now and the end of the season, it's been discussed a lot this season. Get as many of the guys back together and, and see what you've got over a stretch of games, and here's an opportunity against a, a playoff-bound Clippers team, a good team, and see what you've got. Yeah, it's it's certainly a tall task, and, and you mentioned L.A. Is, is playoff-bound, and they're kind of there's a lot of these teams that kind of are – sort of rounding into form or, you know, if you want to call it gearing up toward the postseason with about, you know, a little less than a month left in the regular season. But for Minnesota, it's really about, you know, Chris Finch mentioned this postgame and some of the players echoed it as well. Uh, They can have, you know, they've had some impressive wins like we saw over Miami on Friday. But the problem is oftentimes those efforts, those results are followed up with subpar efforts where you kind of are left scratching your head. Um, and, and the players have acknowledged that they've just been too inconsistent in terms of, you know, the, the night in, night out. And, and it's not always about wins and losses, but it's just about how the game plays out. And, and too often, those have been up and down. So I think it's important now for the team to take what was a really good effort, a really good showing on Friday, and just steadily build on that. You know, don't take the step back that too often uh, we've seen from the team. So that'll be kind of the critical thing moving forward, regardless of, you know, if it's a playoff-caliber Clippers opponent, uh, then on, on Tuesday and Wednesday, it's two straight with the Kings, who are kind of on the fringe there, trying to make a push into that top ten in the standings. But um, it, it's just going to be more about the Wolves and, and if they can kind of continually build on some of this progress they've shown. Yeah, and uh, we, we did see the uh, status report on Saturday. Uh, Jalen Noel, right, Tibia confusion, uh, contusion, doubtful. And then uh, Malik Beasley out with the left hamstring injury. So that's that's what we're aware of. And you'll certainly have an update on uh, the status and the, the starting five on the pregame show tonight before you turn it over to Alan Horton for all the play-by-play. Well, Cal, always good to visit with you. Thanks. You got it. Anytime, Steve. All right, there he is, Cal Soderquist. And you hear him all the time, every Timberwolves game, pregame, halftime, postgame. Alan Horton, a phenomenal job on the play-by-play here on the home of the Timberwolves. But uh, a fun win, a good win over Miami. We'll see how they follow up tonight against the L.A. Clippers. Once again, we'll be on the air. 8.30, tip 9 o'clock, an abbreviated uh, Geraldine Steele show tonight. Steele talk and get started at 7 on time. But uh, Geraldine uh, done at 8.30 tonight to turn it over to uh, the Timberwolves. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.